Groove Cafe is powered by equity. Dial star 247 hash and open an equity account instantly. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe right here on RX Radio. And I am Crystal, always excited to meet new people and get chatting. Now, the Groove Cafe is brought to you by Equity Bank. You do know this. You can open up a bank account on any phone, pretty much anywhere. All you have to do is dial star 247 hash. As simple as that. Now, joining me, I have someone who is a TV personality, a makeup artist, a voiceover artist, and a business businesswoman as well, a shrewd businesswoman. I have Maria Nakawesi joining me. Mariana is her makeup brand, her professional brand, should I say. Um, and yeah, it's good to have you on the group cafe. It's good to have me as well. I'm on it. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. I'm so blessed. How are you doing? I'm well. Mm-hmm. Are you busy? How could I be sitting with a beautiful woman and I'm not feeling well? <laughs> God, she's beautiful. <laughs> Stop it. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Look who's talking. You are gorgeous, my Of dear. course I am. But if you know us, makeup artists, you add a filter to yourself. And mm-hmm. that's the advantage we have. But you know, the funny thing mm. is I find that a lot of makeup artists don't wear makeup much or rarely wear makeup. Like if they didn't tell me I have to look good, I was going to show up mm-hmm. looking good in my... <laughs> but uh, you know you want to represent your job sometimes mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. been more of a weakness for us mm-hmm. me mainly they tell me you don't look like a makeup artist I, I don't know what does that mean Why, because you don't have lashes on or yeah probably okay. when I'm not holding a brush mm-hmm. I'm not a makeup artist really okay and even what you have on is very light what I can see is very yeah. light I okay. just want it to feel comfortable. Just no. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. So, Maria. You said they call you Maria. They home. call me Maria. When you call me Mary, there you know me from school. But when you mm. call me Maria, Mariana, then I know you know me from a day-to-day life. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, where did you grow up? I grew up in Kampala. Mm-hmm. 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 Of course, it was a <laughs> Okay. We uh, grew up with my mother, my grandmother, my aunties. Like, I didn't grow up from one home. Ooh. I grew up from different people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I loved it. Lots of family. Yes, lots of family. Lots of mothers then. Very much. And then originally, you could say I'm from Masaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call us Vana Masaka, but literally do you yes that do is you visit do you go back now yeah okay I do. so you have family there. i have them as well okay but i grew up so much from my mother's side okay more on yes. your mother's mm. side and where did you go to school i went to spire mm-hmm. junior school mm-hmm. later i went to mk crown academy now it's advanced international university okay okay it was changed then i I went to Good Samaritan High School. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a lot of here and there. My school so life you moved was a lot. lot? <laughs> 
it's not so much of a stable kind of school life. Okay. It was more of up and down here and there because I was living with these different people. Oh, so you'd go and live with like another auntie and yes. go to then another school. school. Okay. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think I got the opportunity to just peep just into... HSC. I just <laughs> beeped there. You just beeped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I beeped. just looked there and then well, I went out and that's when life started. That's when life started. Yeah. Okay, when you say when life started, is that when you went out on your own or things got tough? Exactly. Mm. Things were tough, okay. but they were tougher. You know, when you're under someone, you feel there's some bit of safety in there. Mm. But I realized I was not even safer outside. It was... Jay. That's young. <laughs> How yeah. old were you? Uh, I was 18. Okay. And you left home? Yeah. I remember I got my first job as a Forex Bureau teller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in Bugolowi. When this guy found out my age, he fired me. <gasps> Because oh, no. I was thinking I was handling too much money. Like he took me through the process and mm-hmm. he was teaching me and I was speaking up and everything. Mm-hmm. So he didn't ask so much about my age. I think I looked older. I looked mature. I did what he told me. Mm. But in one way or another, when he found out how old I was, he asked me, aren't you supposed to be at school? Mm-hmm. So the next month he told me, uh, don't come back. It was, it was, yes. So that's when things started. The juggling, the here, the there. Mm. And uh, I had enrolled before into a fashion school. Okay. Because my initial real, real, real love was, was in fashion and fashion. design. Okay. So I enrolled and it was a juggle. You have to work, then you have to go to school, then you have to work during day and then maybe in the evening you go for the evening sessions it mm-hmm. was it Oof. was tough i had to get out of even more fashion and design institutions just to go to cheaper ones at that time i wasn't feeling like i need to stop here i was like if this one has failed then you need to look for another option you were determined that's what you wanted to do and i said i need to look for it at cheaper until i reached time and i said let me go to somebody's workshop <laughs> so I entered somebody's mm. workshop, started mm-hmm. working, and I realized I'm going to still face the same issue, mm-hmm. tuition. Okay. So I said, let me look for something else that I can be doing while facilitating for this. Okay. Yeah. On the very building that I learned, I was learning fashion and design from, mm-hmm. Down was a very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She had just started her career in makeup. She had been in the field, but she had just opened. Mm-hmm. So I went to her and told her, you know what? I want to learn. So when she told me about the things, I was like, oh, I can handle two hours of every day coming and studying and then mm-hmm. concentrate on my fashion and design. Mm-hmm. That's when it all started. And it Could never I ask, stopped. Can I ask who this was? Who? She's called Betty Abo. Okay. Yeah, she is a uh, CEO IFA's makeup studio. Mm-hmm. She's currently working in. She's more of movie now. Mm-hmm. She's doing more of a uh, movie makeup. Okay. And uh, film now we stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Sounds like she gave you an opportunity there. She, she did. She believed she in did. you. She uh, did. I think when I met her, I felt she was going to be my mother. 
Mm. I call her Maja because mm. it's a little bit babyish. <laughs> so she loved me. She gave a part of herself to me. Okay. She got it and gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And every opportunity that availed itself, I was the person she would call. Like she would call me, "Where are you? Come here. Let's go do this. Let's go do that." It's <laughs> She has just she opened the opportunities for me wow. like a mother would mm-hmm. like she'd want you to walk into the steps that she was moving into. Okay. It was amazing. She shared her gift with you. She did. She still does. She still <laughs> does. Well, there we go. You know in life we're always being told we need to get mentors, you True. know? And there's your mentor at least for the start. I mean, you'll still get more as we, <laughs> you know, as the years go by. But it's more. beautiful that you got a mentor who decided to teach you what she knew. She did. Okay. So how are you balancing that? Because you said like you go and work mm. at the makeup studio, mm. but then you were still studying as well? At or the did time, you decide to leave that and then start to focus more on work? I did. I I said I'm not going to stop even until today you still learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh I had time. Mm-hmm. I felt I was still young so you have to stretch yourself to okay. to go over the limits that you think people have put or you think situations have put for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you say no I'm going to go for this. So I think I had the time. I had two hours up Two hours done for makeup and then the rest of the day was yours. Then work, the other work was just going help a relative. They pay you, they give you transport, or maybe they offer you lunch. Mm-hmm. And you know your day has gone through. And then when I was still doing fashion and design classes, this was a guy that would teach you also as well. Mm-hmm. So you know those clients would come and then stitch from here to there you know patch mm. something for me mm. so i felt it was at the time it was little mm-hmm. but i was like okay I, i need to get the bigger picture of this mm-hmm. i need to acquire skills because at that time the only money i needed was to get me a skill mm-hmm. it wasn't money to maybe spend around to so it was just within Mm-hmm. I had to fix it to that bigger picture that I wanted to see in my life. All right. Okay. Ha, yeah. huh, okay. So, sounds like tough times, but you had to teach yourself the discipline to, you know, to stick with these things. Um, you mentioned that you know when you left and you kind of were on your own. Mm. Did you have any support? No. Okay. I literally did not have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like no not emotional not not so much of spiritual mm-hmm. not so much this motherhood kind of love around you mm. uh by the nurse with an with a friend who later became my I used to call her elder sister like baba mm. I met her when I was old I met her through a classmate she was their elder sister so she became my elder sister as well mm-hmm. so she she was that one person you can tell that today I did not eat today I ate today I'm happy today I made money today this is what happened mm. so at the time she was the only person with me okay and she did give me so much like emotional support like mm-hmm. she could listen to everything you had to say <laughs> <laughs> hey we all need that one friend or relative yes but you even call at 2 a.m. and you need to vent and she would show up mm. you'd call her in the middle of the night i'm here i'm stranded and she would show up okay. i tell her i think i've taken so long my nurse eating meat she says you come you come you know <laughs> 
But financially, I had to support myself 100%. If okay. I did not have money, that means nothing was going on. So you had to depend on yourself, mm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, others felt you somewhere. So mm-hmm. they felt, um, you know, when you grow up from those kinds of uh, family that has not so had much of an education background, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they kind of want to take advantage. Okay. And... They would feel sometimes when you have, you need to share. Mm-hmm. Like share what you have with them. The little that you and have. And then you don't have literally. Mm-hmm. So I had to pastor it out. It just had to be me or nothing. Okay. Yes. Understood. Understood. <laughs> so your journey as a makeup artist, how far back do we go? How long have you been doing makeup? We go back five, four years Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 2018. So when did you kind of start doing your own thing, getting your own clients? Uh, with our industry, you can your next person can be your client mm-hmm. as long as they've liked what you have done. So even when I was still learning, I still got clients to learn from. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got clients to learn from. <laughs> did your friends bring their face like, mm, here's they, my face, they did. you practice. <laughs> they did. Uh, I used to have an aunt of mine, she was in Chiseka Market. Yes. So from Equatoria, where I was learning from, it mm. was easy. So I'd just go down and tell those women, you come. <laughs> and do they I make bring up? them, uh-huh. I'd bring them over, work on them and... I remember my first perfect face. I, rem- I still remember her face and how she looked. Uh-huh. So I was like, when she went down, everyone was like, yeah, you look good. Man. Mm, mm, mm. Just- mm-hmm. So from <laughs> that on, I never stopped. Okay. I never stopped. <laughs> and then officially, I um, opened up in uh, end of 2019 before lockdown. Just before lockdown. Okay. Yeah. Just before the lockdown. That's when I said, now I think I can have my own station with lights. You know how we mm-hmm. are so luxurious. Yes. And then I wanted black. So I, black I think background and the lights. Uh-huh. That's the first time I said, now let me have it somewhere. And I never stopped. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, you mentioned you had just opened before lockdown. True. And that was a very tricky time for a lot of people in the service industry, events industry, because weddings, no parties, know this, know that. How was it for you? Because I know that now you work on the Sanyu series, right? For Pearl Magic TV yes, as well. Yes. But that time in your life, how did it go? That time I was just myself mm-hmm. and my cash shop. And my castation mm-hmm. and my makeup things. Okay. So we packed up and went home. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was not sleeping very far okay. from from my workplace. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit of a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're living on your own. You have to pay where you're sleeping, and then after that, you're gonna pay where rent. Yeah, rent. When but you haven't I, been working. Mm-hmm. I had to think. That's when I got back my sewing machine. Ah. Sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. Like I just had to think of something else. Yeah. I was really worried of what's... Like the first one, we were not really worried of how tomorrow was going to be. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I was thinking, how am I going to pay all this money? Mm-hmm. It wasn't even about eating or something or... 
Mm-hmm. And then I remember using that time to grow myself more. Mm-hmm. And then I spent it more of praying, sermons, mm-hmm. you know, all that time. And you're spending it, you say, okay, good. Let me spend this time with you, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So later on in the middle of it the first release of lockdown yes I said god I believe in you you know these things I cannot I cannot survive like this mm-hmm. I need I need I need another job I, I need, need another else. source of income yes because that is the time when we had to evaluate what we were doing mm-hmm. and how much it could sustain us okay so I literally had to just so in one way or another I go to this TV station. Mm-hmm. I meet this man. I tell him I'm a makeup artist and I want a job. Okay. So he tells me, you come back on Monday. Mm-hmm. I prepared. I went back on Monday very early in the morning because they told me come back at, at six. Mm-hmm. I was there at six. So the very first person I worked on, that was the job. That was the appointment. That was the it was everything. It was everything. <laughs> and then <laughs> I just started working. And still, it was within my shop, my sleep, my uh, where, where, you, where we're sleeping mm-hmm. and in the place. So, location, location. Location. Uh-huh. Around So, I, I just said, no, let me. Remember the time they were giving half. Mm-hmm. But I said, let me work for it. Mm-hmm. So, that's when I peeped into media. Okay. And I started doing their makeup. It was it was a little bit of a challenge here and there because you have to handle this, that, this, that. Mm. But we went through it. We went through the time. And my journey for media has never stopped there. And mm-hmm. after that, yeah, they told me, come on screen. <laughs> now we went too further, you know. <laughs> At that time, we were working for a boss of ours. Mm-hmm. We left. Then we joined another TV station, okay. currently where I'm working, mm-hmm. still as a makeup artist and a presenter. Mm-hmm. So, it's generally been good. So, do you enjoy being in front of the camera? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see her expression. <laughs> I don't know what to I put, know. What to put that in words. It's like, e, do I? Do I not? Ah, oh, yes, but mm. uh-huh. TV is so stretching mm-hmm. that you have to get out of what you feel is comfortable for you. Okay, and you have to put on another. The very first times I was working, I reached time and I normalized, so I went on set without makeup. And this producer of mine at the time called me out and said, "Mariana, I don't want to see you on TV again." You're talking about makeup, like literally, and you're not wearing it. What's the problem? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. So it meant even before learning to be a makeup artist, mm-hmm. I found it as a challenge to work on myself. Mm-hmm. I love I love it when I'm working on it. Like it oh, you like makes your blood boil. It makes you... It makes the blood flow. Okay. But this particular time when they tell you, even my boss... At the time, would tell me, Maria, we are not going anywhere without you having makeup. And, and then you're like, wow. 
<laughs> why do I have to go through that? I know. And then there's a certain way you have to show up in people, you know, like every other job, like mm-hmm. every other demands of a job. Mm-hmm. But later you just But media is slightly different. TV is slightly different because you're there. <laughs> you're not you're and then you're right have, there. You just have to look good. Mm-hmm. And then the looking good was my problem because you know those days when you wake up and you want to be comfortable, you want to be, you want to walk just anywhere, anywhere out. You're smart, mm-hmm. but the tension that you get knowing that you're seated on set mm-hmm. and you have to be on point. Yes, that was the frustrating part about it. But mm-hmm. later you have to learn that every job comes with its own sacrifices, the things that you have to let go to pick some other things. Mm-hmm. So. Could say I enjoy it. I love it. I got comfortable later when I got a team. Mm-hmm. We were working three of us. Mm-hmm. I got very comfortable. You know, they would spice you up. You know, they let me you laugh and they they shout and they, you yes, when enjoy. When you're having fun <laughs> and then you you forget that you're actually on TV and so you normalize. You never get normal, really. You get a little bit frustrated mm-hmm. sometimes at the beginning. But later on, you normalize. Okay. All and right. you call it just like any other job. Like any other job. Mm. Mm. Look at you. <laughs> there are people now who are like, my dream. My dream is to be on TV. And Mariana is here saying, it's like any other job. <laughs> it is. But Only- like you said, it is a job. Mm. It is a job, so you still have to show up. You have to be professional. True. You have to put on that TV face. And that, I think that's what you're you talking smile. about. You smile. Mm-hmm. People tell me, you smile and you look like a baby. <laughs> I'm like, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> One time my father called me after the show and he was like, I don't know where you get all this knowledge. Because you... Like... He was looking, I think he was looking at me trying to wiseake and he was looking at, for him he was trying to look at this baby. His baby. Mm-hmm. His baby. Trying to, you know, reason. Smanga criticize. And somebody, he was like, now this one. No. <laughs> but you know, that's so true from family. I, mean, even, I still get that from family, even they, now. They do. They're like, eh, how do you know how all those things? You? I'm like, I research i read i didn't know that you know that (laughs) so we still get it (laughs) they do Mm -hmm. and then i have most of my colleagues really tell me Mm -hmm. that person that was on tv yesterday if they find her right now Mm -hmm. they'll be like where is she (laughs) (laughs) so they're trying to mean you are total different i'm a total different person different from who you are on camera different okay they tell me i'm lousy i speak no sense (laughs) of air (laughs) You speak all these kind of things, but that's how we all are. When when you when yeah. you're off, mm-hmm. you'll be no more. Mm-hmm. You normalize. So it's. <laughs> I love being on TV. I love. Mm-hmm. I love doing it so much. Awesome, mm. awesome. Okay, so as a makeup artist, it's interesting what you said. That it seems like you prefer to work on other people. You don't really like working on yourself, yeah. right? Yet most makeup artists, the ones who especially who are self-taught, mm. they start by experimenting on themselves. I never did. Okay, so you never did the whole I YouTube mean, video mirror ever recreate. Oh. I, would, I would see I would see tutorials mm-hmm. so much even before I knew how to hold a brush in my hand okay but it never occurred to my head that I need to try it on myself 
One because I used to have skin issues. Okay. Very, okay. very, very reactive. So that if anything you put there, even before you wash off, you see the results. Oh, very sensitive skin. Very sensitive. And then I always felt I'm beautiful even without makeup. Like I'll be like, this is normal. This is me. Like I would appreciate mm-hmm. more when I didn't. I, I, I like that because you see, some people get to the point where they feel they're not beautiful without yeah. makeup, yeah. and they can't even live or, or be in public. They cannot without their face. What I do usually, I do makeup. Mm-hmm. I like twenty minutes before the show. Mm-hmm. Then immediately after, <laughs> I take a few pictures, and then I go to the bathroom and wash it off. And wash it off. <laughs> like that's when I feel now. Myself is coming back. I'm mm-hmm. coming back to myself. I'm being me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always... I, the way I feel beautiful without makeup. <laughs> that is a beautiful <laughs> thing. That is a very beautiful and thing. And then I wanted... I didn't want people to know me for that. Like, I would personally want people to know me for my character, my personality. And for a person to say... When when you're when you're plastic, you're better than this mm-hmm. because every time you show up, you're trying to paint a picture in people's faces of how they should see you every day. Now, if they have to see you with makeup every day, that means you're going to live that kind of a life yes. for a very long time, if not for the rest of your life. Yes, you're going to have to paint it, paint it. I always, I tell my clients, when you're done with what you need this makeup for, please rub it off. Preach! I, I am that person as well. As soon as I'm done with the work, the function, I take done. it all off. And on a daily, I am happy with uh, eye pencil, lipstick, and I lipstick. <laughs> I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate that some people also have a, a gift because being a makeup artist mm. means you're an artist. You know, the things that you do, it's literally. Like, you know, sometimes someone would do a face beat and mm. it looks so natural. Mm. And you're just like, wow. You know an hour went they? into it, right? <laughs> you're like, it's you like s- a painting. I know, it is truly a painting. Were you ever into, like, art when you were in school? I did, but mm-hmm. I was very poor at it. Imagine. I wasn't very good. <laughs> but now you see, you're not. But this time I was so pressured, I wanted to learn. Mm. Like, the pressure was not in the passion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The pressure was in the passion for me to sustain myself and what I wanted to sustain at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I had a time frame. You have paid for a certain kind of period of time and you want to make use of it. Mm-hmm. Like this time I was, you know, when the parent tells you, go, go and study my money, my money. <laughs> now this time I was the parent. I was a student. <laughs> so I was telling myself, your money, your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no joke. No joke. <clears throat> Sorry. So one of the things you said earlier that, mm. you know, the, the lady who mentored you, mm. um, she's doing more of film, right? Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that there are different categories for the type of makeup mm. artist and the kind of work you do. Um, Because someone who just does, you know, uh, cosmetic, I guess, for events and functions. good. Yes. It's very different from like TV Mm. or film. Or film. What are some of the things people should know to be able to work, for example, in film or on TVs? Uh, Film. TV or film. Mm -hmm. Film deals more with special effect. Mm -hmm. 
special effect is when a character is supposed to be sick. Okay. You're not going to do makeup on her. That makes her look good. Like she's going for a wedding. Oh, she's glowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, with the help of makeup in film is to help this character bring out the trait more. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure she looks like how the script is telling you. Okay. She looks clumsy. She, She's from fighting. You know, she's had an accident. Or he's lowly, or you know, mm. he has a broken arm and he has a bloody eye. Right. All these things. So it's yes, it contributes to the character so, and what they're playing. Yes, their if, role. if mm. I say a person is old, you cannot do makeup. Like when the character says, uh, "Crystal is a mother of about five children who mm-hmm. are married." Mm-hmm. And then you're not going to do the same thing for the mother. And then you come down and do the same thing for the daughters. Yes. You yes. know, mm-hmm. uh, it's very, very different. That's okay. why we usually ask our clients. Sometimes we ask them to charge extra, extra if we have to. Mm-hmm. But then we also ask them, where are you going? Okay. Because you want to dress her up the way she's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Makeup is like a cloth. Mm-hmm. It portrays where you're going and what you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. If it's dinner, if you're, or if it's a wedding, or if it's a, if it's a funeral, you know, these days. Oh, people do makeup for funerals? What are you talking about? Ah, This lady comes to me and tells me, I want small, small makeup. My mother-in-law has died. I wanted money. (laughs) I was like, Okay, that was I my feel first like experience. I'm like a goldfish right now because <laughs> this is the first I have ever heard of that. Excuse my ignorance. This I did not know. That was me at the time. I was like, how could this happen? Wow. Okay. Your mother-in-law is dead, and you want to do makeup for her barrio. So I was like, okay. I worked on her, and she left, and I kept on telling my friends, I'm like, this this lady came in. <laughs> So okay. there's also so it has to be appropriate. Yes, for whatever there's also the makeup for doing. men. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also makeup for babies. Makeup for men. Yeah, tell me a bit more about that. Is is that something that's been done here? Are people? Yeah, especially in media. Mm-hmm. Men do makeup. Yeah, I know for TV, but it's isn't it just like powder? Really, a bit of. If if you find someone that has a very uh, sensitive skin or it's not very very fine mm-hmm. you might want to do a little bit of foundation on the oh, person okay and then extra little powder mm. and then men don't care about their lips they come cracky and they <laughs> and think it's okay and, and gray you can just put a balm on it you know okay. very barely visible mm-hmm. but still there good point yes then babies yeah, we, we have taken it to another level too. Babies. Yeah. For like, you know, like a baby's photo, photo shoot? shoot. And she cannot go just plain and you say, okay, come here. Let me work on you. How do you work on a baby? Let's say it's um, let's oh. say it's a wedding. Okay. And then flower girls, you okay. know, okay. that kind of thing. Ah, yeah, they put a little bit of gloss. They put a little bit of lip pink lipstick. lipstick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it just falls into very many categories. It right. just depends which one you are going for. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for breaking that down. <laughs> that was very, very interesting, I have to say. <laughs> I learned a few new things. I know. I'm here with my ignorance. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so... 
it's been quite a journey. Um, I can tell that you know you had to step out on your own. Mm. You had to take care of yourself. You True. had to be your own parent, mm. um, which is not easy. Uh, most people have a safety net of a family member mm. or someone else, and you've you've had to you know be there for yourself. But you shown up. Look yeah, at I you, know, right? You shown up. I know. These guys could just see how I'm raising my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> so as we wrap up, mm. what are some of the things that you know for you, your personal mantra, your personal motto, or things that you have decided uh, to help you get to where you are in life? I have decided to grow. Mm-hmm. I never stop growing until the day I will die. Mm-hmm. I have decided to grow myself, mm-hmm. my character, my personality, my skill, my integrity, like everything that a human being needs to have, every mm-hmm. value that I've carried onto myself. Mm-hmm. I go back to it every day. And I have decided to not let the knowledge end with myself. Mhm. It's very devastating when you die and you die with your ideas. Mm-hmm. You die with your ambitions. You die with... At the time when I needed someone to show me a sense of direction, I actually did not have. Mm-hmm. Until God somehow, somewhere, just had to paint these pictures in my head. Mm-hmm. That I had to see them even as lonely as I was in that small house. You're hungry. But you're seeing farther than life. Mm-hmm. So, I always make it a point to never leave a person like they came, even if it's a client. Mm-hmm. I make sure I've I've fed a little bit of myself into <laughs> your head, mm-hmm. and I always look at fellow young people, and I'm like, the same person out there might be going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And at the time when I needed someone to teach me something I did not have. So I always choose to share my ideas with mm-hmm. people, with fellow makeup artists, with young people. I tell them, "Do you want to learn? Come, mm-hmm. with or without money." Okay. Because at the time I did not have money, and I wanted someone to teach me. Yeah. So I do not let the knowledge end with me. Mm-hmm. I always make sure I share it, and I want to teach thousands more, millions more. I don't care how, but I will. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, and then another thing I never want to let go of is God. Mm-hmm. Like He has spoken to me, even when no one was speaking. Mm-hmm. He has told me. He has. He has given me a sense of like there are things I should have been dead at, like mm-hmm. dead. You look at it back now, and you're like, God, I was gonna be dead. How did I survive? Mm-hmm. How did I go through that? How did I have like a little knowledge to say don't go through that? Mm-hmm. All the years I slept alone, I never got out to go to a club until today. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never got out to say, I never had a lot of friends. Oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. It was never. And at that time, you, you cannot say you were so wise enough not mm-hmm. to fall for for all of this thing. Yes. So you many know? of the traps that are around us all the time. Mm-hmm. People coming after you and they just want to get what you have and throw it in the dust and move on. Mm-hmm. Like, these men just want to have a little bit of who you are and that is it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they will look at me and say, hmm, you look chubby and beautiful. I think I should have a child from you. Like, <laughs> and you see a devil speaking. You're like, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we women always have that challenge of men coming around you, mm-hmm. your age mates older than you. <laughs> and they want a piece of you. Yes. It but they're not going to do anything. I just want to grab To build it. you. Mm-hmm. They just want to grab. Mm-hmm. And then as long as they're done with what they want, they will go. They will move on. And then you stay with yourself. So I, I w- never want to let go of God. Okay. And then over time, I've learned to appreciate a lot every day. Mm. Every single day. Sometimes I wake up and I feel I'm not running as, as fast as I want to. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the few steps that I have moved, I'm like, I should be grateful. I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm not running faster. Every time I see a product of my sweat, every mm-hmm. time I see... Every time... Like, I had to build myself over and over again. Like, not mm-hmm. at the speed as others are running, mm-hmm. but at your own pace that you can really afford. True. Mm-hmm. So, I appreciate all the way. I appreciate the journey. I've learned to enjoy it. I'm like, okay, I, it's not looking like I want it to look, mm-hmm. but I'm one step closer to it. And that has always been good for me. Wow. Mariana, thank you so much. <laughs> thank <laughs> you for having thank me. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Special conversation. <laughs> and yeah, blessings your way. I mean, if you're there, say amen. Amen. <laughs> the Nigerian amen. <laughs> Thanks again for joining me. Thank you. Have a beautiful afternoon. You too. Groove Cafe. Groove Cafe was powered by Equity. Dial star 247 hash. Send money, pay bills, or check account balance. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash.